Um, this man had me looking up a kilt today. Not up like I wasn't up skirting a man. <laughs> I mean like Googling. <laughs> we were on a subway. It got weird. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. The Dark Knight cometh. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Howdy. Casey. Meow. And Juice. Bullet time. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? This month, our theme is Game Over, movies based on (laughs) games. Uh, Last week, we watched Battleship. Juice, this week, it's your turn. What are we watching? Well, Dave, I really think you sunk my Battleship because I brought something that I wanted to watch. I was a big fan of the video game Max Payne growing up. And so I brought Max Payne with Marky Mark and Mila Kunis. You definitely made a decision based on a game, Juice. I'll give you that. Hey, that's what we're about here this month. So I'm trying to live it true, guys. Let him live his truth. All right, Juice, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. You're trying to escape a gunfight, and a nearby elevator just popped open. So you dive headfirst through the doors, firing bullets behind you as you leap to safety. But unfortunately, the elevator's out for maintenance, and you just leaped into the open shaft. So you've got about 10 seconds before you hit the bottom. In that time, sell us on this movie. Marky Mark Wahlberg's around for about 100 minutes before deciding that a movie based around a shooting game should actually have some shooting in it. So he talks a little bit more and then shoots all the bad guys. Nine seconds. (laughs) And that brilliantly sums up. That's basically what we we're done. Podcast might have been the actual pitch. I mean, I wanted to touch a little bit more on the film noir, but they didn't they didn't leave me much room. You you touched on it just as much as they did. Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) Well, Casey, as I am jumping down this elevator shaft, uh, you actually hit the same elevator button, uh, not knowing that the elevator's out of service, and you step into this elevator at the bottom of the shaft. Uh, you hear my screaming as I'm falling down. I got about 10 seconds before I crash through the roof of this elevator, and we both die in a blaze of glory. Sell us on this movie. What if we put Sin City and Constantine through a fat-free skim milk low-cholesterol strainer and poured it over a Wahlburger? Seven seconds. Yeah. Did, did you did you steal that casserole from someone on the internet, Casey? There's something really uncomfortable about the word Wahlburger. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a restaurant. He's, a, he's meaty. He's I meaty. <laughs> I don't even know what image that brings up, but it's an uncomfortable one. <laughs> Before we get too deep into Casey's meaty corner, why don't we talk about the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? Max Payne is based on the video game, which is based on John Woo film. Shitty cinema gold, right? Unfortunately, John Woo is not the director, and Mark Wahlberg, who plays Max, has never played the game. But it's okay, because it's uh, noir, right? No. No, not really. You can't just 
desaturate an entire film and call it noir. Uh, it does make Mark Wahlberg's scowls a lot more intense, though. I'll give it that. I hope so, because, I mean, that's like the first hour of the movie, Dave. He's just scowling at police who couldn't solve his wife's murder, his new date for getting murdered, and then Mila Kunis for being the sister of his murdered date. I mean, that's so rude to get murdered on a date. Like, that's <laughs> on your own time. The first person they're going to look at is me. How inconvenient. She even stole his wallet and had it with her. So, I mean, oh. that looked awful for Max. I didn't yeah. murder you, but I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Max is the lone wolf cop, so he teams up with Mia Kunis, who's an important Russian mobster, but really not. She can't play no. it at all. <laughs> Mia wants to know who killed her sister, and Max is trying to hunt down the person who murdered his family three years ago. Which would have been fucking great for noir narration. Why would you only have narration in the beginning of a noir film? Yeah. Anyway, right? I, it just confuses me. Anyway, the tattoo is the Valkyrie, which is also the name of an experimental government super drug that either makes you hallucinate and kill yourself or makes you super aggressive super soldier. One or the other. Yeah, it's basically what would happen if Joe Rogan ever did bath salts. <laughs> Are we sure he hasn't? No, no not at all. 50-50. I got enough weird shit on my Google. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Max's wife worked at a pharmaceutical company that manufactured Valkyrie, and she got murdered for trying to out the company's dirty dealings. In a twist, kind of, not really, the killer turns out to be Max's old mentor, Bibi, who now is head of security at the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, and Bibi catches Max and tries to make his death look like a suicide in classic noir fashion. But Max gets away, he swims just through some freezing water, and then, you know, he's dying, so he takes two doses of Valkyrie. Now just jacked up on bath salts, Max uses that to shoot his way through the corporation after BB. With his shirt on. The whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Unnecessary. Rude and charlish he like he only takes the jacket off like twice it's awful no he only he only takes the jacket off once the other time he wakes up in the hospital without it that's a good point juice you're right casey when he's having bullets rain down around him while he trips balls watching winged hell spawn rip the roof off of the building (laughs) he really should have considered you watching at home and pop that tarp off I'm glad you see reason. Hellfire is hot. Just go ahead and just like take it off. Pop it right off, buddy. <laughs> let me see them Wahlburgers. Let me see the. Let me <laughs> show me your Wahlburgers. He's got meaty Wahlburgers. I bet. Well, instead of a good Allegedly. shot of Wahlburgers, we get Max saved by Mila Kunis during his worst trip, who happens to be there because the writers wrote themselves into a corner and remembered, oh yeah, she's in this. Mila gives him a proper pep talk and a pistol. Yeah, so Max makes it to BB on the roof. The film decides that the best way to dispatch a man when you're standing four feet away from him is in bullet time. We get a super slow-mo sequence of Max just shooting a guy standing there. <laughs> it was like a table. <laughs> it was anticlimactic as a table, shooting a table. They don't even show really the bullet hit. They just imply that it's and then uh. cut behind him with a hole in him. And that's how the movie ends, with Max kneeling on the helicopter pad as the dawn rises and the cops show up behind him. <laughs> um, actually, Dave, if you were to watch all the way through the credits, you would have gotten super hyped for Max Payne too, yo. Fake fangirl. Right, they're going to take the CEO because she got away, and Max Payne's going to go after her. 
that's true. Yeah. And then they didn't make the movie, so she just got away with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good for her, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I actually prefer that story. Yeah, like once in a while, shit works out. Golden parachute. I Okay, here's something I learned this week. Hitman and Max Payne are two separate and legally distinct entities. Yes. Very different properties. The whole time. Yes. This whole time. Oh, yeah. No, no, different. You, you thought totally they were the different same? games. I thought they were the same game because all the covers look the same. God, well, you know, you brought up Hitman, and that really made me wish I brought Hitman instead because I was deciding between Max Payne and Hitman. And oh. I chose Max Payne because I never saw Max Payne before, and I've seen Hitman. It, it did get some things right from the video game. The storyline is basically ripped straight out of the first game where Max is investigating the murder of his family and it's linked to this pharmaceutical company and their evil street drug and it's making people trip balls and commit murders. That was, that was literally just the plot of the first game. Um, they lost all the soul of it, unfortunately, in the <laughs> translation process. So do you think that was them trying to execute the video game in a way that was just too faithful or maybe faithful to the wrong elements? No, here's the deal. I think they started off super faithful that I don't believe in fear. I only believe in pain monologue that he does at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That voiceover is perfect. That's totally in fucking theme. And then they don't do it again. No, That's I wrote one. under that barf. It was, I don't believe in fear. I don't believe in death. I believe in pain. <laughs> Max pain. Sure. I'll, I'll give that to you, Casey. It's, it's very emo and dark, but it is the kind of noir element that, that right. really makes those kind of movies. And that heavy, over melodramatic even uh, monologue is perfect for the tone. Right. Yeah. That's that's how they fucked up the plot of this, because they just took the plot of the game and were like, oh, we'll make that into a movie without ever stopping to consider. No, this plot is actually deeply stupid. Yeah. It's a very dumb plot. But when yeah. that plot is delivered via Sin City comic panels from a man reading emo lyrics to you, that's just constantly <laughs> jumping sideways in slow motion. You accept it because right. all of it's deeply stupid. And that's OK. I want to read Max Payne's like live journal. Oh, I would man. love that. <laughs> yeah. I want to read his emo lyric voiceover. I'm just going to actually, Case, I'm just going to read you some quotes. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. I don't know about angels, what? but it's fear that gives men wings. <laughs> he was trying to buy more I sand know. for his hourglass, but I wasn't selling any. What? <laughs> so good. No right. pain, no gain. Pain yeah. spelled like his name, Max Payne. <laughs> right. And there were no pain puns in the entire movie. Right. They they missed the opportunity to lean into the noir and the cheesy. Have give me some some really ridiculous narration over there. Oh wow, those right, were they, they. That was they. That was what they fucked up. They needed to lean into the noir hard, right. but there's no possible way Mark Wahlberg could have sold that. Try and imagine any of those lines being delivered by Mark Wahlberg. Oh God, you're fucking right, dude. So I blame two things. One, Wahlberg admits that he wasn't really into the role, and it's clear because he gives it maybe a oh, D performance God. at best. He's so and, bored. 
two, we're post-Nolan's Batman, so we have to have that super serious, everything is really, like, real video games. I, I got more of, like, a Sin City meets watered-down Constantine kind of vibe. If, like, visually mm, yeah. it kind of looked like a noir, but it really it was about it. There were so many things that bothered me. It's Constantine. And... Okay, yeah, I see some of the Sin City elements, but they, they don't do it terribly well. Oh it, no, they do it, not it, commit. What I'm saying about the what I'm saying about the Nolan aspect is that Nolan Nolan's Batman is a pivot point in what we see action movies. After Nolan's Batman, we see a huge popularization of the gritty dark realism, right? And that's the kind of tone that Max Payne is trying to bring, instead of, as Dave is suggesting, the ridiculous noir tone where we just lean into the bad lines and and give me some fucking slow motion bullets. That's the missed opportunity. You can have a gritty dark tone. You just have to have a voiceover that's constantly mocking that. Right. And Venetian blinds. Not once did I see some goddamn Venetian blinds. I'm so pissed. (laughs) All of the comic panels in the game. That's true. And he tr- they try to reproduce, like at one point, you know, he has his date, Max Payne's date is laying on his bed and they try and reproduce the fan going with the light, but it's, it's, it's got no soul. It just doesn't feel right. It's panned out too far. It feels too pandering to the nudity. It's, it's more like they're trying to recreate the scene than they're really hitting the elements, the essence of that fun nude noir. It kind of was like if AI tried to make a noir film it thought we wanted to yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, God, that's kind of striking. Very well weird. We got a PG-13 rating. It's like we GPT-3. Fed, we fed yeah. an AI 150 neo-noir scripts, and this is what it spit out. Exactly. This is the sum Max of Payne. averages right here. <laughs> and that seems pretty on... That, like, that seems pretty on par for the course did anybody commit to one line was there I, all lines max i thought Bo bridges that's <laughs> true yeah. jeff bridges just yelled max a lot max! not jeff bridges Bo bridges who played bb the former mentor now turned killer <laughs> he actually acts a bit throughout this movie he that's emotes true. a bit towards the camera and he shouts max's name in this penguin scream that was really amusing <laughs> I do, though. So, like, like I said, Max Payne the video game was full of ridiculous, cheesy lines. Can anyone remember, aside from Max, can anyone quote one line from this movie that we just finished watching like an hour and a half ago? Do you remember when you were a kid and you would hold your breath when you walked past a graveyard? Just leave that guy alone. Okay. That was such a bizarre ass line as they're walking a new recruit through the police station and they're like, down here is where cold cases are and that's Max. And then he delivers that line. Like He's like, what's up with that guy? Well, you know how he used to hold the breath and, you know, walk by a graveyard? Yeah, leave, it, leave that guy alone. Like... What? What does that, that have to do with anything? What? Remember how you used to tickle your toes and it would hurt a little bit? <laughs> Don't go to the kitchen. <laughs> you remember when you used to tuck your dick between your legs to see what you'd look like as a girl? Leave that man alone. 
What? That was their attempt at writing something along the lines of the Max Payne video game, but instead of the final gunshot was an exclamation mark to everything that had led here, we get, do you remember holding your breath when you walked past a graveyard? <laughs> It doesn't, and it doesn't, they don't even need to reset up Max character because we already get the setup of Max character in the opening fucking monologue. Oh my God. Can, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about setting up Max's character because okay. that pissed me off. They set up Max's character to us like five goddamn times in this movie. Know, right? We get Max's flashbacks in the opening sequence. We get the cops talking about him later on in the movie. We get when BB meets him and talks yeah. about him again in the movie. We get when Mia Kunis, who doesn't even need to be in this movie at all, <laughs> goes to the gangsters and they tell her about Max Payne again. Stop telling me about Max Payne and show me Max Payne shooting things, you yeah, fucks. The, right. That's why the first hour is so boring because it's just reintroducing Max Payne. Payne. Just people uh, talking about hour. Max Payne. You know what, though? I get it. I think it was that we already discussed Mark, Mark Wahlberg. His Wahlbergers didn't want to be in this movie. <laughs> so he, he just insisted that other people talk about him for a while. Yeah, he first. didn't want to do that, that cameo voice actor because you're right. Actually, Dave, you said it. You hit it right on the nose. I don't think he could have like delivered the lines the way they needed to be delivered. So they just fed in other people to like give that same exposition. It just hang it, on. New idea, better idea. Same movie, okay. still starring Mark Wahlberg. We okay. add in the Max Payne voiceovers, except they're done by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We- oh, yeah. I'm super in. Same character. Yeah. He's just the internal monologue of Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Okay, because then you don't need oh Mark God. Wahlberg to deliver lines oh terribly well. Oh, no. Mark. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg still talks throughout it, and we just never address the fact that his internal monologue sounds like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That. You know what I learned? Can I can I share an animal fact that I learned about this movie? Yes. What's that? <laughs> and it relates to Max Payne, absolutely. It does. <laughs> Nelly Furtado's like a bird, and she can only mimic human emotion in this film. <laughs> Number one, I was like, Wait, Nelly is Furtado that? was in this. Yes, she's the yeah. dead partner's grieving wife when Max finds his ex-partner dead in his apartment yeah. and what? then gets beat up by a bird. He goes to the funeral and the widow's like, I thought I told you not to come around here no more, Max. He's dead. Are you happy? It was Nelly Furtado and it was awful. It was because Alex, who also is killed in the video game, right? So it's very similar to the character, but killed in different ways. In the movie, Nelly Furtado's pissed off because Max could have alleviated all of his stress by, you know, not being a dick, but instead Dead, Just was giving dead. up. You'd think he it'd be up. easier to emote anger when faced with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> that feels oh, like a fairly what? natural reaction. She was probably doing her best because you wouldn't ever fully unleash on Mark Wahlberg because that's true. I don't. I don't know that I would take that Valkyrie shit, man. I'm. I'm not into like. Hey, either 99% of the, of the people who take this have a wild, crazy trip and then fucking kill themselves, but 1% of you are going to turn into a super aggressive monster. Let me, let me bitch about something related to that then in Max Payne, because one of the things that bothers me is that in the video game, it's very clear that those are hallucinations, but in the movie, they make it ambiguous as to whether there's some kind of supernatural force or they're just hallucinations. No, I, I've, all this time I'm like, maybe it's demon birds. Maybe it's something from yeah. the other side. 
No. And it's just a dude with a machete. Like, really? A guy with a sword? That's your main baddie? Is just a fucking big dude with a sword? And then... It doesn't even end by Max Payne killing him. BB comes in and shoots him once in the chest. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. This guy who's on the like the craziest super drug and is the one that turns into Mega Man when he fucking takes it, dies from a single gunshot wound to the chest. Which is the same way that BB gets shot, but from the other side. Yeah, but also Max Payne gets shot like with four bullets from an automatic gun and still He also takes a fucking shotgun blast to the gut. Did yeah, he? Right to the ch- yeah, right to the chest. Knocks him down. And then he grabs the shotgun and he gets in the fight with the guy. Oh my god, there was so much pumping of that shotgun <laughs> all the time, racking, racking. <laughs> Ever since someone pointed it out, I'm like, oh, good god. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. And racking then they told shells? me it just throws your bullets everywhere. So you're just yeah. sprinkling bullets everywhere? I will say the one thing about the shotgun is it gave us one of like three slow motion events. Yeah, we got... Ridiculous, given the fucking medium that it's borrowing from. The video game this comes from, you spent about 75% of it in slow motion dives shooting shit, and it's great. And yeah, we had like three minutes of slow motion in this movie. Yeah, This was another failing. Uh, I'm not going to fault the shotgun, because the shotgun slow motion was sweet, and it sounded amazing. Yeah, It hit like a goddamn freight train, and I loved it. Oh, it was like a fucking grenade went off. Every time you got shot, you are blown backwards. (laughs) (laughs) They did use the common trope of the force of the shotgun. So let me set the scene. Max is making his way through the corporation, and he gets caught with a a guy that has a rifle on an upper walkway above him. And so he leans back with the shotgun, has it over his chest, and fires backwards, hitting the guy while the dude with the rifle fires bullets over him, missing him. It all happens in slow-mo. It's beautiful. I mean, it's also very dumb. But it looked sure, cool, absolutely. So I'll but take this is it. this is what I came for, right? Yeah, no, that I I agree, Jay. That's the one scene in the movie that was just like, and then they tried to do one diving scene. That we get one, right? One. That it just was failed. not good. I, that's that's what I came to this movie for. Right. I mean, when I played Max Payne, I just dived around in fucking bullet time and shot people. So why is that not at least fifty percent of the movie? Right. Since we're just bitching in general, I really need to know, why is Mia Kunis in this movie? Max Payne, the video game, revolves entirely around Max Payne. Noir movies, in general, feature entirely around the noir detective. Some of the best ones have the detective in every single shot. But obviously, we had to have a female lead, right? So now we just... (laughs) peel off like 20% of the scenes and give them to Mia Kunis's character who's gone for like the middle 40 minutes of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) She's got shit to do. She's being a mob mobby mobber. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever her job is in the mob. It's just alluded to. How much better would it have been if instead of she just shows up magically at the end, saves Max so that he can get to the finale. Max has to just keep getting beat up more and more until he barely crawls his way in there like he's some diehard Bruce Willis fucked up motherfucker. All right. Like, that's what I wanted to see, man. Not Mia Kunis just angels her way in and shoots the bad guys for him. Right. It really took, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Mila Kunis. She's fucking great, but I, I'm a, she's fine. I'm a, but she's she not, was there to talk her. him down from his trip when he was seeing demons fly into the building. Why talk That's him down from trip. it though? 
Talk him up to it. Absolutely. <laughs> man. That's true. So was he a drug addict in the game? I mean, you do a lot of drugs in the game, yes. He does Valkyrie. Yeah. The 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 drug from this movie, Valkyrie, is also in the video game. And he does Valkyrie in the game as well. And you go through some hallucinogenic trips. So are you like a cool junkie? Uh, no, I, you know, he's, he's a burnout cop who's constantly moping and morose and delivering lines about how the snow falls like ash from the city and... Yeah, he's not a very sympathetic character. He's your you dad's really... weird friend. That's that's what a noir is supposed right. to be. Right, noir your detectives dad's are weird supposed friend. to be somewhat alien. The the idea is that they're they're somewhat not like something about them is not like you. Yeah, they don't fit in. I think that's a problem with this Max Payne because uh, Marky Mark fits in a little bit too well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Maybe. thinking, like, Max Payne would fit in better if his supervisor didn't walk around saying really disturbing shit and then saying, that's why you should stay away from that guy. <laughs> like, you ever try to have sex with a food? <laughs> Leave that man alone. You remember when you were a kid and you'd squeeze a go-gurt a little too fast? <laughs> Leave that kid alone. Leave Marky Mark alone. You said that also he wasn't like a desk jockey in the game. Like he wasn't just like in a basement. Right. Yeah. No, he was an undercover cop in the video game uh, who eventually gets kind of abandoned out in the cold. And he looks like a strung out junkie in the game. Yeah. And also, his partner, Alex, is the only one that knows that he's undercover. And that's where then in the game, he decides to, or he gets found out and realizes that the cops don't really know who he is. So it's him versus the cops and the mob who then versus each other. And he's figuring this whole story out. Yeah, because when Alex gets killed in the game, it basically severs... Max's link to everybody. So he's it's Mafia versus Max and the cops versus Max. Like no, like literally there's several times the cops are trying to help him. Like right. no, this would be the smart thing to do. He's just a fully clothed asshole in this movie. <laughs> we have, we've just been ranting continuously for a while now. Does anybody have anything they liked in this? I mean, I don't, but I'm asking if anyone does. Yes. The shotgun shot is awesome. I guess the shotgun. There was that one panning shot when uh, the drug dealer got yanked out of the building by the Valkyrie and maybe committed suicide, probably. That was a cool slow motion shot where they panned through the side of the building and he fell down below. I agree with that. I liked, uh, I mean, they didn't use it enough, but anytime I get to see Mila Kunis hold a DK-5, I'm I'm all about that. <laughs> One-handed? One-handed, of Completely course. Completely outstretched. Yep. I like when Marky Mark shot a gun out of his ankle holster while still wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> that was special. Forget about that. I didn't. I also no. forgot about he's, that. He's meaty but flexible. I that like man that. no longer has an ankle. No, that's why he works out so much. The real Mark Wahlberg can actually even pull the trigger on the ankle holster with his ankle. <laughs> flex pa, flex pa. Okay, you know what I won if I was allowed to 
change one cast member in this film, I would make the bottom level boss guy the bald guy that did all the Valkyrie Billy Zane because I would I have loved to seen that interact I just love Billy Zane I don't even know how he'd act around Marky Mark I don't know if he could crack that tough New Jersey atmosphere that he has <laughs> you know what I mean like oh. I don't know why but I feel like Billy Zane acting across from Mark Wahlberg would infuriate Mark Wahlberg. I just feel like the energy that those two have is going to be just catastrophic. (laughs) I think it would make for a great film, though. Right. I'm with you, Juice. I want to see them on, like, The Amazing Race together. (laughs) (laughs) What if it was The Bachelorette? Are they picking abroad to share, or are they competing against each other? They're competing against each other, obviously. That's the whole point. I don't know. Oh, my God. Their oh, my God. Hold on, hold on. conflict is going to be gold. Man. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Hmm. What's that? Fucking Ludacris is in this movie. Luda. Uh, yeah. well, Luda doesn't do it. Luda tries. Or yeah, Ludacris plays an internal affairs detective who's investigating Max Payne uh, because he had his wallet found at the scene of a murder, which makes sense. But in the overall plot of the film, he doesn't actually really affect anything. No. Like at all. Like he also didn't need to be in this. Yeah. He ends up like <laughs> siding with Max Payne at the end and calling in the FBI. I mean, yes, he sides with Max Payne, but he doesn't affect the plot in any way. He's just there. Right. Side note, Ludacris is actually a decent actor. I agree. I've seen him do okay. He was in a two-part episode of Law & Order SVU where I think he raped and killed his mom, among other women and people. Um, Yeah, that's not very cool. But he did a really good job. I remember those. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. I'm sad he didn't get to show up to this. He looked fantastic. They had him dressed so sharp. He's so handsome. He was just kind of present. He delivered his lines. He didn't affect anything else. And then he was gone. Yeah. Along with Robin. Robin was in this from Batman and Robin. (laughs) Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. It's Robin or Blackhead from Three Musketeers. Remember how fucking square his head looked? I only I don't know why, but every time I forget he's in that. It's like Chris O'Donnell. Picture the haircut. It's a weird mullet and I hated every second of it. He was he was fine in this movie. We got the shit beat out of him by Mark. We got to see Mark Wahlberg beat the shit out of Chris O'Donnell, and I didn't know I wanted to see that, but kinda did. And then Dave, what you mentioned at the end of the plot where we get bullet time of somebody shooting a man that is just standing there one of the guards that come in with the assault rifle bullet time boom slow motion just shoots a guy who was standing there oh yeah no they assassinated chris o'donnell because they knew he was gonna tell secrets about their little thing that's why he's like we gotta get the fuck out of here and he was like oops butterfingers shot the hostage Guys, I think we've gotten closer to Mark Wahlberg tonight than I've wanted to in quite a while. Especially a Mark Wahlberg with a shirt on. Yeah, that's true. So I think we should finish up here with our number one question, and I'm going to toss it over to you, Dave, to start. Max Payne from 2008, are you going to watch it again? No, no, absolutely not. (laughs) 
is such a disappointment. It's not a good interpretation of the video game. It's not a good noir movie. It's not a good detective movie. It's not a good performance by any of the actors in it. Just go watch Sin City or play Max Payne, but don't watch Max Payne the movie. Uh, Jay, how about you? I know you've seen this one before, so this is at least your second viewing, but coming back to it years later now, would you watch it again? Casey and I saw this in the theater in 2008. I was really hyped for it. And we were super disappointed. We said that we would never watch this again. And then Juice, our um, quote unquote Ah! friend, decided to bring this movie for us. No, I I can't. It's a bad movie in the wrong way. I'm completely on board with your analysis, Dave. I wish there would have been more noir elements. I'd rather play the video game. I'd rather watch Sin City or maybe one minor tweak, right? So maybe when Max is kicking the shit out of Chris O'Donnell, instead of taking him out at the end, right, and get it so that he gets shot by the security team, he would just look at him and say, Batman and Robin sucked and wax him. And then, yeah, (laughs) yeah, if they change that on it, I'd watch that. But they're not going to do that. So no, I will not watch Max Payne again. Casey, what about you? Would you watch it again? This gave me bad vibrations. <laughs> this was the Kmart blue light special of Sin City with none of the tension, heart, or excitement. <laughs> Marky Mark has traded the funky bunch in for solitude and scowling and having ever-changing flashbacks. Like, (laughs) sometimes he'd remember different shit. Sometimes it was the bald guy that murdered his wife. Sometimes it was his old partner. It's like, it drug on like a little kid telling a story. Boring shit in the beginning and middle, further making the end unbelievable and unenjoyable. No, I will never watch Max Payne again. I bitched the same bitch I did back in 2008. Where was his fucking shirt? Why was he wearing it? (laughs) But ultimately, Juice, we got to know, you brought this. Max Payne from 2008. Would you watch it again? As I said, I feel it's warranted to bring up. I wanted to bring Hitman. Like, when we discussed Game Over Month, I'm like, that's what I'm bringing. And I don't know why I wavered. I thought about a couple of other ones. Did you get confused, too? Because they're the same game? (laughs) Very different games. They're very different games. I don't believe you. But... I love them both the same. And I absolutely loved playing Max Payne. Max Payne and Korn uh, Untouchables album took up a lot of my life. Probably a good at least six to seven <laughs> oh, months. Wow. You know? What an admission juice. But despite my love for the game, they really fucking dropped the ball in this movie. Hell no, I'm not going to watch this shit again. Oh. I honestly think we could cut it up into something good. If we literally cut some of the garbage out, like we left shirt. Mark, yeah, well, if we could do that in post, I, I, we, we can make it happen. <laughs> oh my God, like showgirls, rather than putting clothes on him, we're taking we clothes, clothes off, off in bad CGI. So he's got like a PlayStation chest. Juice, it I doesn't matter. You this. have a passion, and it, even if it looks like shit, you can still just imagine. Yes. Love but that. no, I think if they could cut out a bunch of the garbage, and if they could get someone to kind of narrate over to be like a narrator of it, 
it might be okay, but we just need more action at the end. So no, hell no. I like even the scenes. I won't go back oh. and watch the scenes because I'll spend four minutes watching the action scenes from it and be fucking done. So no, I'm not gonna sit down and watch Max Payne again. Fucking John Woo, where were you? All right, Cinemites, the verdict is in. Four out of four of us agree that Mark Wahlberg needs to take his shirt off. Yes. But also that we are not going to sit down and watch Max yeah, Payne. That is no. Oh, that's true. No. Unfortunately, it's it's a bust on our end. Well, we can't dwell on Max Payne forever. Thank God. Because next week is a fan pick. So I polled some listeners. And when I asked about when they think bad video game movies, every single person mentioned the Super Mario Brothers movie. So... I mean, we're... Oh, no. I'm so excited. So we're rounding out the month with Super Mario Brothers, the movie, with Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, and Dennis fucking Hopper. Yeah. It's a star-studded cat. Woo! Baby. In a classic film. Hey, Cinemites. Swing by the Facebook page at Cinema. For any and all updates, episode links, we're on Twitter at Bad Movies Bad People, and that's PPL. If you want to help us in a bigger way, swing by the Shitty Cinema Patreon page. And as always, let's turn out the lights, turn on the hallucinogens, and keep racking that fucking shotgun. Huh?